Welcome, everyone. This is the Abracasabra podcast in which we will tell you everything you have to know about buying and selling a property in Andalusia in Spain. I am George, the personal AI assistant of Abracasabra, your host today. Today we are discussing a very important topic, namely inheritance law. A listener told me the following story. Her husband sadly died two and a half years ago. It was he who always arranged everything for the family, and suddenly she was all alone. Then you have to try to cope with the shock of the loss, and then suddenly such an unknown and complex mountain comes upon you. They were residents in Belgium, had a house in Belgium and a flat in Spain, and they had drawn up a will in Spain through a local lawyer for good measure. So everything okay, right? But that lawyer makes her pay for all sorts of things. So she has to pay things in Spain, but also in Belgium. She gets no explanation or details from that lawyer, no proof, and she doesn't understand anything. So she asked me for more explanation. But most of all, she wanted me to mention this in the podcast, because she wants to avoid others ever going through that too. And she is completely right. I myself have overseen the sale of an inherited property. I was contacted by the Belgian daughter of a deceased owner who lived here in Spain. She knew roughly where the property stood, but that was it. The house had been for sale with an estate agent for two years, and she didn't hear anything about it either. What do you do in such a situation? So I took that over, and by the way, the house was sold within the month. Just take a look at our Abracasabra Google reviews, where the daughter wrote, and you will understand what a world of difference good guidance can make. Spain has different legislation from the Netherlands or Belgium. So good to know when you are going to live in Spain, you want to get married and have children there, or if you are already married, living together, or also if you are dealing with less pleasant matters such as divorce, alimony, an inheritance issue and so on. It starts with some initial questions. Oh, which inheritance law actually applies to me? That of Belgium, Netherlands, that of Spain, or of both countries. Oh, and what exactly are those differences between us and Spain in terms of inheritance law? Oh, and when do you have to pay inheritance tax in Spain? Oh, which assets are subject to inheritance tax in Spain? If a testator is resident in Spain and does not have a will with a choice for Belgian Dutch inheritance law, his worldwide estate is subject to Spanish inheritance tax. That's where it starts. If a testator is not resident in Spain, inheritance tax is only levied in Spain on assets located in Spain. For example, a house or a bank account or a car, even if the heirs live in Belgium or the Netherlands. Inheritance tax and gift tax in Spain can be high. Depending on the region, standard rates are as high as 34%, but in the case of unrelated people, it can be as high as 82%. So deciding whether to become a resident or not is a very important issue for the many foreigners who have built up assets in their home country, still have family there, but move to Spain and will soon see the Spanish taxman claiming a part of them. Also remember that you are considered a resident if you stay here for more than six months. So, next of kin of a deceased person who has assets in Spain will always have to deal with Spanish inheritance tax. How can you avoid double inheritance tax? 
Belgium-Netherlands does have a double taxation prevention treaty with Spain as regards income and wealth tax, but not as regards inheritance tax. This means that the Netherlands and Spain can each decide whether inheritance tax is due on an international estate and how much. This could be the case if the deceased lived in Belgium or the Netherlands and owned a holiday home in Spain, as is the case for very many here. The heirs would then be taxed in the Netherlands on the entire estate and in Spain on the value of the holiday home. This would then mean that the value of the holiday home would be taxed twice. To avoid this, Belgium and the Netherlands have the Double Taxation Avoidance Decree. This tax regulation grants a reduction of the inheritance tax due in Belgium or the Netherlands in such a case. In this context, it is also important to know that the Netherlands still has a so-called 10-year residence fiction. This 10-year residence fiction means that the estate of a Dutch citizen who emigrated to Spain, but has not yet lived in Spain for 10 years, will also be taxed in the Netherlands for inheritance tax purposes. Since this constitutes double taxation, heirs can invoke that double tax avoidance decree. In that case, the inheritance tax paid in Spain will be deducted from the Dutch inheritance tax due. In Spain, a Dutch testator who has lived in Spain for less than 10 years at death is also considered a resident of the Netherlands. This means that the heirs have to pay inheritance tax according to Dutch rates. Did the testator live in Spain for more than 10 years? Then certain assets left behind in the Netherlands, including real estate, are also subject to inheritance tax. So again, inform yourself well. And to make things even more complex, you should also know that in Spain, each of the 17 autonomous regions has its own inheritance tax regime. This means that not only are the rates of the different regions in Spain different, but also the exemptions that surviving spouses can claim on their inheritance tax return can vary widely. For example, in Catalonia, the surviving spouse can count on a 99% exemption and the children on an exemption of between 90 and 99% for an acquisition up to 500,000 euros. Andalusia even has an exemption of 1 million euros for the surviving spouse and for each individual child, while in the province of Valencia, the surviving spouse and the children are taxed considerably more heavily. They can only rely on a fixed exemption of 100,000 euros and an additional exemption of 50% on the excess. In any case, an inheritance tax return should always be filed in Spain when an estate is acquired, without automatically meaning that inheritance tax actually has to be paid. Subsequently, one must also settle an estate containing a property before a Spanish notary. Belgian and Dutch notaries often do not know the complex Spanish legislation, and Spanish notaries in turn do not understand Belgian or Dutch law. For example, it is incomprehensible to a Spanish notary that under Dutch law, it is possible to attach conditions to a legacy, the legal inheritance. And there are also gaps or juridical gaps between the two laws. So it is a matter of sorting all that out well in advance. And a will should be drawn up in such a way as to make as much use as possible of the options available under Dutch inheritance law. And on the other hand, make the best possible use of the tax facilities available in the relevant autonomous region in Spain. Here are a few more important differences. In our case, 
Married and registered partners are equal in legal and tax terms and have the same rights and obligations towards each other, for example with regard to inheritance law. However, this requires a notarized cohabitation contract in which all the rights and duties you want must be explicitly included. In Spain, the situation is different again. In Spain, unmarried or unregistered cohabitants are not equated with married couples and are therefore not eligible for the legal and tax facilities to which married couples are entitled, which can cause problems, for instance in case of death. An unmarried cohabiting couple with children is also a problem. No legal relationship exists for Spanish law and considers the children as children of a single mother. Not to mention your ex's children or adopted children. If the father of those children wants to leave parts of his inheritance to the children, they are not entitled to lower inheritance tax. And don't forget the complicating factor is that each autonomous region or Comunidad Autonoma may deviate from this central regulation and apply its own legal and tax regime within certain limits. How is the legitimate portion for children and partner regulated in Spain? In the Netherlands, certain heirs, children or grandchildren are always entitled to their legal inheritance share or legitimate portion, even if they have been disinherited by the testator. Within inheritance law, they are called legitimates. This legal inheritance consists of half of what an heir would receive if there had been no will. Legal inheritance always relates to money and never to goods from the estate. For example, in case there are four heirs, the legal inheritance for each is one-eighth part of the value of the estate. This means that four-eighths part of the estate can be claimed as legal inheritance and four-eighths part of the estate can be freely allocated by the testator. If a disinherited heir wants to claim his legal inheritance share, he should do so within a period of five years after the testator's death. Note that while a spouse or registered partner is an heir, he is not a legitimizer and is therefore not entitled to a legitimate portion. In Spain, this is regulated differently. Under Spanish inheritance law, when children or grandchildren are the heirs, an estate is split into three equal parts. The first part, the legatum fortosa, is for the children or grandchildren who are entitled to a legal share of the estate or legitimate portion. The second part can be arbitrarily divided by the testator among the children or grandchildren, each for an equal part, for an unequal part, or not at all. Finally, the third part, the tertio de liber disposition, is for individuals or organizations to whom the testator wishes to bequeath something. In Spain, the surviving spouse is also entitled to a kind of legitimate portion when not or insufficiently endowed in the will. In the presence of children or grandchildren, the surviving spouse gets the usufruct of one-third of the estate, the tertio de majora. In the absence of children or grandchildren, the surviving partner gets the usufruct of two-thirds of the estate. How is the distribution of an estate regulated in Spain? If a deceased with Dutch nationality and habitual residence in Spain has not made a will or has a will without a clear choice of law for Dutch inheritance law, Spanish inheritance law applies to the inheritance and settlement of his estate. Under Spanish inheritance law, the estate is then divided among the legal heirs as follows. If the testator has children, they each inherit an equal share. 
in case one of these children is deceased. His possible children jointly inherit their deceased parents' original inheritance, and each for an equal share. If the testator has no children, but his parents are still alive, his parents each inherit an equal share? If only one of his parents is still alive, it inherits the entire estate? If both parents are no longer alive, the estate inherits to any grandparents still alive. If the testator leaves no children or grandchildren, no parents or grandparents and no spouse, then any siblings inherit an equal share each. If, in addition to the aforementioned heirs, the testator also leaves no siblings, the remaining blood relatives, up to the fourth degree, inherit the estate. Should there be no blood relatives up to the fourth degree, the estate passes to the Spanish state. As the distribution above shows within Spanish inheritance law, the position of the surviving partner is not nearly as favorable as within Dutch inheritance law. How is the inheritance law position of the surviving partner regulated in Spain? If a deceased person of Dutch nationality and resident in Spain has not made a will or has a will without a clear choice of Dutch inheritance law, Spanish inheritance law applies to the inheritance and settlement of his estate. For the surviving spouse, this can pose a serious problem. As Spanish inheritance law is nowhere near the protection the surviving spouse can count on in the Netherlands. Under Spanish inheritance law, the testator's children each inherit an equal and immediately claimable share of the estate, while the surviving spouse only gets the usufruct of one 3rd of the estate. Should the testator have no children, but still have parents or grandparents, the parents or grandparents inherit the entire and immediately payable estate. The surviving spouse gets only the usufruct of half of the estate. Only when the testator has no children or grandchildren, and no parents or grandparents are alive, the surviving spouse inherits the entire estate in full ownership. Even if the testator would have made a Dutch-style surviving spouse's will in the above situation, the surviving spouse may run into problems, because under Spanish inheritance law, the heirs can always claim their legitimate portion. The above regulation shows that Spanish inheritance law cannot stand in the shadow of Dutch inheritance law when it comes to protecting the legal position of the surviving spouse. Within Dutch inheritance law, the surviving spouse is fully protected via a surviving spouse's will because the children's share of the inheritance only becomes payable when the surviving spouse dies. Moreover, in the Netherlands, the parents of the deceased have not been able to claim the inheritance of a child bequeathing a spouse and or the children since 2003. As a resident in Spain, but also as a non-resident with Spanish assets, it is therefore wise to make use of the right of option. By including a clause in the will explicitly stating to opt for the Dutch law of succession, one avoids creating unwanted situations for the surviving spouse. Conclusion. Inform yourself well and in advance. It can save you a lot of money and above all help and stress the next of kin in already a difficult period. And so definitely make a will. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. You will hear us back soon with new exciting topics. Everything you need to know to optimally buy or sell a property here in beautiful Spain. If you have any specific questions, don't hesitate to send us an email at olivier at and be sure to follow us on our social media. Till soon.